Yeah? Yeah? What? I... It's me, Brad. This is a podcast. Shock! Shocking! Shocking! Hi, welcome to Hell. This is me, Brad. And I'm Sophie. And this is Monster Friends. With benefit. Uh-huh. Hi. The reason I didn't go to the door is because I was in the bathroom. I'm so sorry. I'll try to... uh you know, hmm. go a little faster next time hmm. start, that you had to deal with the shocking hmm. nature hmm. of the door, I guess. Weird. I would have taken you as a door. A bull. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Hey. Brad is trying to wink. It's I would argue fine. everybody who's winking is trying to wink. It's going fine. <laughs> I'll leave me alone. I'm over here having a wink. Uh, so you may have noticed our hiatus, friends. Did you? you, you Did you notice our hiatus? You, you also, no, none of you checked in. You may have not noticed our hiatus. <laughs> no, no messages on Twitter. No emails. Nothing saying, "Hey, where are you guys? You okay? You doing all right?" Messed up. Messed up. I'm joking. Am I? Yes. Or uh, uh, that's it. Okay. Great. So we've introed the podcast. If I now it's been a while, so perhaps um, the listeners and us may have forgotten the conceit of this podcast, which is monster fucking and has and monster friending and, and monster, monster loving and monster hand holding and monster hand jobbing um, hand jobbing and um, gazing lovingly, perhaps mm-hmm. with compound eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not judging you and your compound into your eyes. monster's hand into what what? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I said I wasn't judging, but I do think that maybe you shouldn't put a compound eye I'm into sorry, a hand. Have you, have you not seen Pan's Labyrinth? Are we not mm. gazing lovingly into people's hands? I realize that the pale man is like a, a bad analogy for bad, 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 badness. But, you know, fine. Right. I'm saying maybe but played we by Doug Jones. A treasure, a national treasure uh, name- who liked a Tumblr post I made <gasps> one time. Amazing. I said, everyone you ever met and you've ever known has actually been Doug Jones in a very complicated costume. Absolutely. And he liked it. And I, that was, that was the moment I died. Oh. Uh, and what's happened since and you, then? And you just look over at my chair and like, it's empty, <laughs> it's, it's empty. And I've been doing this all on my own. It's been an elaborate <laughs> thing and I've been like really good at doing voices. <laughs> the prestige. So anyway, Sophia's up. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? Um, it's April now that we're recording, and we are watching it snow. It was like whiteout conditions earlier. It's fucking. It didn't snow this much in December. Like, I'm sick of it. I want it to be sixty degrees. I don't want to be cold. I put a bunch of seeds down that require ten days of cold stratification. So, all right, you're you're solid. What I'm what set. are what are those seeds? Oh, partridge pea. I need to get some nitrifying bacteria kind of growing in the soil, and those are a nitrogen-fixing plant, being a legume and all. So, it's, would a they're native, you know? Partridge in a pear tree, one of partridge pea to just a little piece of partridge mm-hmm. pea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep keep I, that's keep it going. Where's the joke I going? I, I wanna... couldn't. That was it. Was just the partridge in a pear tree mm. and the and the partridge pea. I couldn't think of a word for snacking that had. That started with the word pe- partake. Pe- parta- would like to partake. There we go. See, collaborative, collaborative uh-huh. joke telling. Yeah, teamwork. Is, we finish each other's <laughs> sex toys. <laughs> Man, I wish I had had a punch like faster. 
Now then, uh, the reason we're back. Uh. The reason we've been on hiatus is because I had the surgery that we were talking about last time, and the scheduling just did not work because I needed to be isolated so that I, you know, I absolutely could not afford to catch COVID uh, any or get sick in any way before the surgery. And Sophia had to DM her game, and it was just not possible for her to like cancel or convert to remote or whatever else. Yeah, it wasn't like, working. Literally well, last minute. Yeah, it wasn't working out super well. But uh, so we just took some some time away, and yeah. it was it was great. And we have we we did not spend time thinking of clever ideas for the future. No, well, we will after this podcast. We will. We're planning to pa- to plan. We have some really good episodes for you guys. Some stuff that you little motherfuckers just love. We. We noticed from our listenership numbers that you like it when we cover media that you know. <laughs> what? So weird. Weird. Real weird. And so we are planning on covering more media that you know. Not just media that you know, because ultimately this is a selfish endeavor and we are doing it for us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Um, but this we're has never been about in, the audience. We're going to mix we in do, stuff that you know. Yeah. because. We're doing this to try to connect to you on some level, right? We want people who know us to understand is, and yeah, see. Yeah, it's super nice uh, to, for people to know what you're talking about and be able to follow along with the conversations that we're having. While this has never been about the audience, obviously, this is about us having fun and doing whatever the hell we want. Yeah, I mean, this is a bit. It's just, it, it, 100%, this is a bit. This is a creative endeavor that is a bit. But, you know... Uh, y'all seemed to like it when you actually have seen the movie that yeah. we are talking about. The fact that over 30 people have listened to our opinions and thoughts about Tetsuo the Iron Man, it honestly warms the 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 shriveled cockles of my little heart. That's amazing. Like that's that's it's great. I love it. I'm really excited about it and so we are going to do some more stuff that you might know. If there is something that you know that you want us to cover you can tell us and we may or may not but yeah oh we want to hear we, from we you would people. love to hear yeah what you what you would like us to cover we may that's not a promise that we'll do it but maybe we also know it or are interested and yeah want to talk the about odds it. of us covering something go up drastically if you suggest it yeah listen again while i say we're not doing this to the audience we do have limited human brains we cannot think of everything we have we struggle sometimes. Yeah, like if one of you messages us and is like, "Hey, Brett," or not messages, you cannot DM us unless you're on the list, which we are working on. If one of you publicly tweets us and says, "Hey, uh, y'all, can you cover the puppet porno? Let my puppets come." I will say no. That has nothing to do with the subject of the podcast. It's honestly kind of boring, and there's a really prolonged horrific transphobic joke in it. But like I've seen it, and I recognize you, and the fact that you've seen it, you are valid. We're not doing it. Please give us another idea. But like it, it's cool that you know that movie. I, I'm sorry that you've seen it or heard of it. Like it's not worth it. I can't tell if that was a bit. That's unfortunately not a bit. Oh, there is God. a movie called Let My Puppets Come. I've seen it. I, I have it. It's not. If you're the kind of person who watches like weird and bad movies, you can see it. I don't recommend it. Before we finish host chat. Well, I didn't ask you what's up with you. How's it going? Oh, I had that's... surgery. Yeah, that's, um, what's up. that's what's up with that. And uh, here, if you want to hear the details about my surgery, then continue to listen. And if you don't, Skip forward by 15 seconds, uh, you know, like or at, a, at a stretch until it sounds like I'm done talking about it. So turns out I had what they call a true hernia. Like the doctor went in and he was like, oh, there's a hole in your intestine, you know, your abdominal lining and like intestines could have poked through or whatever. And you have a cord lipoma, which is what he expected, which is like a 
like a little fatty mass or whatever. It's kind of trying to escape through the little cabling that attaches the, you know, the testicles and stuff. And he's like, oh, it's small. And I might say, oh, small. Small cord lipoma. What do you think when you think of small? Like, like a like a quail egg, maybe. I don't, I don't know how big a quail, like a like a button quail or I've never seen a regular quail's egg. They had them at the Metro Market a few weeks ago. Oh, I wasn't at the. I was. I was. I was on the operating table a while ago. So I would think like the tip of a pinky or like an eraser or something. No, a small lime. Small (laughs) lime. So I, as I was walking around pre-surgery, going like, "Oh, Brad, you're being such a baby. Just stop whining about it. I know it hurts. You're gonna have it fixed. All that, but it's not that bad." There was a tiny little lime just like jamming itself in and out of my body. Like that's just unpleasant. I don't. So that got repaired. That got fixed. I am currently recovering, recuperating. It sucks. I can't really sit down or walk much. Uh, I've got the old uh, tingly foot pain leg when, you know, the feeling radiating down from all the inflammation. It's it's un- unpleasant and unfortunate, but I'll be right as rain eventually. Sorry, I wasn't listening for the past little bit, but I'm, but I've heard this before, but because my brain was trying to figure out if I could make a lime in the coconut joke and I haven't made it work I've yet. I've been but... trying to think of that since I've been the surgeon. I have nothing. So... I'm very sorry. Ugh. It's a tough one, for sure. Mm-hmm. But and I don't has- have photos yet, by the way, but I will get them on Monday. There has to be something here. When you think of it, just tell me. All right, I will. But before the end of host chat, before the end of host chat, I promised Sophia a piece of Farscape trivia. That's right. That I don't know if she knows, and we're going to find out right now. Sophia, mm-hmm. who is your favorite ascended lab animal turned into mad scientist? I actually don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's very tall and handsome. That's fine. That's actually fine. Okay. So let me ask you a question and I'm going to get a pen and I'll edit this down if it gets to be too long. Let's see here. Okay. Got this. Now I just need a pen. There's a pen. Okay. This is going to blow your mind. Now, what is a very common type of lab animal? A lab rat. Okay. So we have a... Oh, oh, come on, pen. We have a lab... Is... Hold on. Oh, no. A lab rat. Uh Okay. Now let's assume that this animal becomes a person, right? Uh, Shorthand for person often would be, you know, like the the take the form... uh, 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 Or like um, with the the DC Comics uh, with uh, Etrigan, right? Gone, gone, the form of... Man, sure. Rise the demon Etrigan. So we have rat. Okay, lab rat. Let's we can get rid of lab because that's kind of redundant. He's in a in a lab. Now, what is rat man backwards? Amazing. I hate this. It's Namtar. 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 His name is fucking Rat Man backwards. That's Son a, of a trivia. Bitch. Yeah. And here I was thinking, oh, Ratman, like Dr. Ratman from the Portal series. Nope. No. Nope. What, although that had two T's. Yep. Yeah. Namtar's name is just Ratman backwards. <laughs> Somebody on set was like, what do we name this character? Ratman is too sick. Jesus Christ. It's just Ratman. It's just Ratman. He's backwards. just a Ratman. He's, He's just, just a Ratman. It's just a little Ratman. Just, just, just a little guy. Just a little Ratman. Just a little Ratman with those rat hands. Ratman and rat hands backwards. <laughs> That's it. I fucking hate Farsk. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Thank you for sharing that with me. I will cherish this this knowledge. And now anytime I watch Farscape and that episode comes up, I'll go, God damn it, Ratman. Like it's 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 just amazing how successful it is. 
that like you really you had no idea i had no idea until a short time ago and i saw it and i was just like this is, just, this is so fucking silly Fucked up <laughs> rat man so i'm glad to make your day better <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna be saying rat man Earlier today when I was at the grocery store, I started, uh, I got a little anxious, so I started chanting something to myself. Unfortunately, what I was chanting was, I want to look at objects and items, items and objects. Just repeat it. I'm going to have to add Ratman into this somehow. Ratman wants to look at objects and items, items and objects. Ratman. You guys are rat snacks? Rat snacks. Items and objects. Objects and items. Ratman. 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 Just, yeah, honestly, it's just reminding me of that series of checkers slash uh what's the other name for checkers rally uh ads for that had rap cat in them terrible yeah i've never seen those it was just like uh come to rallies go to the right side drive through for this you know the joke because they're the same right yeah but just different sides and uh, i was like on this side we have rap a rap cat and then there was just like a puppet of a cat and it was going like meow 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 and then as a promotion they sold bags that had little cutouts to like put the, like the cat through so it'd be like a little jersey like like you know like a little sports uh-huh. shirt yeah, I'm following thing. I've never heard of this but yeah. like I'm I'm following and then there was like there was like a news story you can find it's on YouTube where they got mad because people were doing this and they're like it's animal abuse to put your cat in a bag with the cats face go through. into a bag whenever they yeah, want it was they love, it's they... it's annoying to the animal I would probably not do it because like well, I'm not going to annoy my animal but it's just, I mean, it's my cats loved if I jacket. put a, if I put a paper bag down on the ground, uh, whiskey is in that bag. Yes, she just wants to be but in not there. wearing it as a jacket. No, she does. A, it is very disappointing <sighs> when she tries to come out and she gets the handle stuck around her neck and then she's running around and she's like, oh, God, oh, God, what am I doing? However, they also released a full length vid- music video for a rap cat song because people don't know when to let a joke die. Of course not. All this is on YouTube, folks. But anyway, we're not doing fake ads today because neither of us have any ideas for it. So instead, I'm just going to add some transitional stuff. How about how about this? Um, let's see, Sophia. Where where would you? Where is a fantasy situation you'd like to be right now? Um, or a movie? Any 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 literally any setting? That's what am I? That's wait that. That's way too many. There's options. something dramatic happening right now. Dramatic Where is happening. it happening? Where it's are you? Happening are you in a, a war zone? Are you in a? Are you in it's a in pond? a throne room. Um, it's a throne room. It's in okay. a throne room. A very big throne room that is almost cathedral-like because okay. this culture reveres its uh, monarchy much too highly. Are people sword fighting? Uh, around you? People were sword fighting, uh, but it is now dying down as I have um, emerged victorious myself, and I I will be uh, taking the crown um, for myself and possibly thereafter destroying said monarchy. Okay, so as we transition into the next segment of the podcast, the door closes, and we're into questions. Wow, that was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Audience, you've heard whatever work that I've done here. Sophia just heard me saying those words. Uh, But I'm very supportive, and I do believe that you can do it, and it's going to be amazing. I'm supposed to be the supportive one. I put the bra in Brad. Does that need to be surgically removed? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The underwire is permanent now. <laughs> oh God! All right, we do actually have a question from a real listener. We got a real question from a real listener right before I had to go into surgical isolation. <laughs> so we've been waiting on this. I'm so sorry. I hope this wasn't urgent. <laughs> um, I mean, a, mm, 
I hope you've been well, able to Brad hold and it. Sophia, I'm currently bleeding out. I'm applying <laughs> as much pressure as possible. Uh, all right. This is a, a returning questioner. Mm. We we answered previously about their their shape shifting partner. Hello, Sophia and Brad. Hi. This is my partner is a shapeshifter. Thank you for your advice. We both appreciated it. We have since decided to end our relationship to seek out new ones. That's fair. People go their own way all the yeah, time. Look, just because a relationship doesn't end in death doesn't make it a failure. I'm very glad exactly. that you had a good time together. I have begun to casually see a lovely werewolf individual. Nice. We're both into biting, but they're not comfortable with that currently due to not wanting to pass on lycanthropy to me. Are there any treatments or products like a really strong dental dam for safe lycanthropy biting? Thank you from my partner's werewolf. I mean, I guess it depends. Obviously, this werewolf does know that their uh, lycanthropy is passed on by bite. It is something in the, the saliva or the act of biting that is that passes this on. There are other uh, forms of lycanthropy friends that aren't from bite sometimes they are just simply genetic or simply magical it is a curse put upon you but you cannot pass it on to random people Uh, so make sure if you are in the same situation that uh, your partner knows definitively how this is so you're not stressing out and also that it's passed on i mean it it depends i'm assuming here that we're that it's 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 passed on through any bite no matter what form of wolf or whatnot that your partner is currently in yeah yeah um if you will will recall in uh buffy the vampire slayer um, the character of oz became a werewolf after his nephew he was babysitting bit him and his nephew just was a werewolf already but just as a small human boy just bit his uncle and that was enough to pass on the werewolf curse so you know make sure that you know what kind of lycanthropy it is, what the Although, lineage frankly, is. Although, frankly, if you're not sure and you don't want right, to do it, avoid better it. Safe than yeah, sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you are able to get sure, you know, check in on a few things, do some research. In this case, obviously, this werewolf knows it is through biting. So I like the suggestion of a dental dam, might be fun. Although, in that case, you might need something very tough. Obviously, a dental dam is just latex and you'd have to bite very, very gently as to not break it. So. Not really. Depends on how sharp your teeth are. I guess. And I guess it also depends on the, is it the act of biting and predation that passes it on? Or do you have to break the skin? Does it have to be saliva to blood contact? Is it specifically saliva? Does it have to be under a certain moon phase? So on. Knowing the specifics will help you out very much in this case. Although again, they may not be known. They may not be known, and it is better safe than sorry. And if you don't know enough, you may have to refrain from biting, unfortunately. I mean, I would assume it has to be, I would hope it has to be some kind of, like, blood contact and not just fluid contact. Right, in which case, you know, it could be passed on through sexual fluids and, well. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming that there has to be transmission into the blood. Yeah, because otherwise it's like making out could do it. You know, mm-hmm. if you're look, if you're I don't know somebody's dicks. Dick, well done, dicks. Dick, dicks. You want to get a, a very clean take of it. Dicks. 
Great. Okay. Glad yeah. that we have that. And we can just look if you're sucking werewolf dick or if werewolf is sucking your dick, you just, or whatever genitalia we, you, you got, however you refer to it. And there's no barriers. I'm just saying you, that you want it's obviously it's relevant, right? Cause there's salivary contact. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on if a lycanthropy itself can be a sexually transmissible condition. Thank you. I didn't want to say disease. Of course not. It's not. It, there's it, nothing werewolves. You are valid. There's nothing wrong with you. You are not inherently worse or better than anybody else. You are just werewolves. It's simply a state of being. Um, It's simply the beast. (laughs) Anyway, there are some bite-proof garments that one can wear. Like for sharks. Exactly. I was going to say anti-shark bite like... Male... um, Mm-hmm. You could wear chainmail if it's something you're into. If you can make that very sexy, very Red Sonia, if that's a if that, that's a thing you want to do. But there is there's the anti shark. It's almost, I think it's a wetsuit even. Yeah, it's it's male. Um, yeah, so if if you're comfortable wearing that, although those are very tight fitting, and I don't think you can wear them for a, a long, long time without. They're loose. They have to be. They are. They have to be, or he wouldn't be able to move. I guess I just I'm just thinking of them in terms of wetsuit, which are very. Yeah, but they're separate. They're separate. Um, OK, they're, it's just they're, an they're their own thing. And they're the male by I mean, it has to be loose because it doesn't flex. Right. right? It doesn't sort of doesn't stretch. And of course, then you want to you want to make sure you're getting, you know, welded male, not just butted male. Right. It's got to be welded or uh, hammered or whatever. I forget the, the joint. I think it so. just can't be, you know, butted together because it'll come apart right away. Uh, so. You got that. Which is which is not only a danger for it, you know, opening you up to getting bitten more thoroughly, but also becomes a, a, a swallowing hazard for well, the course. biter. Of course. Which, Safety. Well, it, Safety exactly. is important. Exactly. I, I know about that from the Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. Mm. Has that listed as an anti-zombie bite thing. As Brooks as you can get. Absolutely. Yeah. You thought his dad was pretty up there, but no. Gotta go Max Brooks. That, yep, that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know who his dad is, right? It's Mel Brooks. Why don't okay, podcast listeners. I'm sorry, I, I, I hope I joke? hope that you can recover from this incident of anti Semitism that you just witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Fuck off. See, the thing is that not everyone knows that. So I don't expect I've people to just know. I've talked about being Jewish so many times. Well, I, okay. You sure. know I'm Jewish. I do know you you're do Jewish. You know I'm Jewish. Yes, I'm familiar with the concept. Thank of you. Of Judaism? <laughs> yes. Good. I'm glad we're not learning about it right now. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be a wild podcast? <laughs> but we're not talking about <laughs> Jews right now. We're talking about werewolves. Okay. The only context in which we would we be, be is if hairy, we're talking about you specifically like, and your and your werewolf partner. Look, just because we also have a lunar calendar. Oh my god! I'm sorry. To answer your question, <laughs> I would say the the the, the bite proof clothing that's an option. But then, you're, like, you're wearing clothing specifically for that, right? So if this, if if honestly, the concern is, bris is is the passing on of the lycanthropy. I would say that you really need to either get into a situation specifically where you can make the biting safer. There is sufficient clothing and restraint in place, by which I mean like they are not so wolfed up and worked up that they might bite too hard and break skin anyway. 
So you want to do that. You want to make sure that you're staying safe. And I mean, I could say something like, oh, you know, take colloidal silver or whatever. But number one, I don't want you to turn blue. And also, we don't know if that would help or if that would just make you immediately die if you contracted lycanthropy, right? Or if you took it as like a preventative, even, if that would then hurt your partner. Exactly. Itself. We do not we want to hurt do- anybody. So like, don't have wolfsbane. First of all, don't don't drink wolfsbane. Just, you know, avoid some things. But like also, it could hurt what about your partner. Wolfspoon? Yes. You know what? Actually, that's fine. Wolfsboon, good. Wolfsbane, bad. Yeah, sure. I hope we have answered the question here. Uh, I I was in the middle of my answer. Oh, okay. I'm so so sorry. Number one, if you're wanting to get in a situation where biting is essential, go into situations where the risk is sufficiently mitigated. So you've got your bite-proof stuff, where making sure that you're not getting bitten too hard, so on, so forth. But honestly, I think because... Unless, if you specifically know the exact conditions of this lycanthropy, you can more successfully mitigate risk in biting situations. If you know that it has to break skin, okay, if you know it has to be this amount of transfer, okay, then you make sure you've got no sores in your mouth or anything else if you're kissing. If you're going to, you know, do lip biting stuff, right, you're making sure that you're not doing it too hard. If you're biting the body and you're a human being, it's a lot easier to not break skin than you would expect, but it'd still probably be good to do it at least through a layer of fabric. To make sure that you're absolutely not biting skin, right? Breaking skin because, you know, something like rabies can be transmitted very easily through the smallest of scratches, even if you don't know if you've been scratched. If we assume lycanthropy is sufficient, is, is, you know, equally transmissible, then you want to be extra cautious. If you do not know the exact conditions of the lycanthropy, you really can't trial and error this shit. Yeah. You, if you do not want to contract done. it, then you do not want to contract it. I would say if you're not in situations where you can safely mitigate the risk to a level of reasonable comfort, do not do it. That's it. Full stop. Because we can give you advice. We can tell you to avoid it and here and there. And you're an adult. You can decide to mitigate this risk. But if your partner would be absolutely devastated if you contracted lycanthropy, and if you really want to make sure it doesn't happen, then you need to abstain from that specific act. Full stop. It's unfortunate, but like the the only way, if the only way you can safely mitigate that risk completely is to do that, then do that. If you know the conditions enough that you can mitigate it through, you know, uh, bite-proof clothing or... You know, other layers of of clothing, go ahead, do that. But you need to make sure that you're going into this fully risk aware. Like that's risk aware is the thing. You need to know Mm -hmm. what the risks are so you can mitigate them, determine your own level of comfort and with the risk and your partner's level of comfort with the risk. That's that's you really that's it. If you don't know the details, if you can't know the details, you just need to abstain. That's just the responsible thing to do. And that's just the reality of dating a monster sometimes. Yes. Uh, that was an excellent yeah, answer. Yeah, so cool. So I'm uh, very sorry, sorry to, that I sorry interrupted get, you that time. Sorry, but, to get, sorry to get serious. I don't, yeah, uh, it's it good. It's good advice in general, you know, yeah. real advice. Don't mm-hmm. cite our advice in any kind of like medical capacity whatsoever. I am a werewolf doctor. <laughs> and you can't prove that I'm not. Hmm. I see absolutely no veterinary degrees. I'm I'm a werewolf doctor and you can't prove that I'm not. I'm going to take out my headphones and I'm going to leave your house. I'm sorry. Is that too much of of a naughty proposition? (sighs) You think you're real slick getting these in here. Through lube and patience, all things are possible. We Here still it. really need a Praise Kink shirt with just the two hands up. <laughs> praise Kink. Oh, uh, well, I guess we are now at another uh, transitional thing if mm-hmm. we want to. So, so Brad, if you were in any 
specific situation, what would you want to, I'm going to make you do this and then also edit it yourself. <laughs> okay. Let me think here. It's midday. Sweltering heat. Mosquitoes are buzzing all around me. But I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. I'm sliding, sidling around the trees through the underbrush. The leaves whipping past my face. I am in pursuit of Simon Laban. And I will, I will get him. I look up to the sky. Howl. I am hungry. Like the wolf. We'd probably get like a copyright strike if I put part of the song in there. So I, mm-hmm. just, I just I just have to go on the strength of that joke. Yeah. But at least one audience member knew knew Simon LeBond's name before. <laughs> before the punchline came. Before yeah. the punchline came. <laughs> so listeners, we were going to do a very cool topic that you would definitely know and you'd be super excited about. And it's going to be like a, a cool, glorious return. But that was just wasn't going to happen because Sophia had a had a real big day yesterday and she was not up to watching the thing that we were going to watch together. I got we'll, very sleepy. We'll tell you at the end of the episode, maybe. And so instead, we are doing another read through of Bondage Fairies. We're going to do another three uh, little issues at least. Let's see. Right now, we're, we're at a fucking half hour already. Dear God, we might not even do three. <laughs> so we'll see. We've we've just ended the... Um, oh God, what the, what's the fucking cicada's name? Titanos. Titanos. We've just ended the Titanos episode and we are on to... We are... Sorry. I don't oh, know yeah. if... Oh, should we go through an ex- explanation of bondage fairies again? I, I just don't oh, know if we... Ah! Bondage fairies was a comic that was released by a comic artist whose name, whose pen name is Condom, which is actually a pun. It's a pun. His name is a pun. Much I don't like Ratman. Remember, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. The author of Bondage Fairies is somebody by the name of Teruo, uh, Teruo Kakuta, and his pen name is a multilingual pun. His pen name Condom with a K is a multilingual pun. It means little insect in Japanese. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. And condom, like a a condom like a in English. Oh man! Oh, Condom is also the person who made the short erotic manga Keyhole. Oh, oh man! Oh, hold on, hold on. So, listeners, before we read Shrimp Jumbo Shrimp, before we read that, and because we just talked about Condom, we are going to really quick read his comic Keyhole. Sophia, what do you see here? Is just a title page that says keyhole, and there it's all black with mm-hmm. a keyhole. Yep. Okay, so on to the next page. We see a doorknob at the end of a hallway, and the handle of the doorknob pulls back, and we see a woman's cleavage, hair, and hands, and she sort of sits back, tits like pushing and bursting at the edge of her dress, and she says, I'm doorknob, and she is wearing it as a hat. Oh, my God. Then we see the other side, and she says, so we see like a skirt bunched up around her butt, and her underwear is just barely covering her genitals. The lower part of my body is outside the door. (laughs) The upper part of my body is inside the house, so I keep seeing the same scenery day after day. What the fuck? And then she says, 
But it's fine because he is a very wonderful person. Even if he comes home late from work, I can endure it. And then we see his footsteps coming up. She says, ah, just his footsteps echoing from afar. I can feel the tension building up in my keyhole. And we see a close-up on her butt and the underwear, again, just barely covering her genitals. This is very, very detailed gradient work on the butt here. The frame closes up, uh, closes in on, on pants and shoes and feet and a key held in between fingers. Again, very detailed, very impressive drawing here. Very clean, as Sophia said last time. Yeah, it seems to be whoever he works with. Is he the artist as well? Mm-hmm. Great. He's fantastic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Attention to detail. What does very she neat. say there? He ins- oh, I don't. He inserts <laughs> that key that's been warmed up in his hands delicately and slowly. And then we we see the key coming up. Her underwear gets like pulled to the side by what? Who knows? She's wearing heels and like an anklet. And the- I think those are the tops of socks. Are those the tops of socks? Okay. So then the the key starts going in. We see that's it, all going right into her. She goes like. Ah! And her tit, you know, comes out of the, the, the skirt here. And what if the key to what if the uh, the lock to get into your house was a woman and you were fucking her with your key when you opened the door? That is the premise of the that comic. Is, that's yes. it. That's the whole. That's. And then she says, when did I become so shameless? She's basically talking about how hot this is. Right. Her whole body creaks. She lets out in a loud voice. We can see through the door that she's like. She's all blushing and pleasury. She's got the, you know, the, the, the knob is like a hat on her, basically. She's all, you know, toe curled, legs up. This key is just right up in her. And she's like, I want to open quickly for him. But on the contrary, because of too much pleasure, I hold the key inside. Has your key ever gotten stuck in the lock? It's because it, it's, <laughs> and then, it's close. And then she's basically like, um, the key is being moved right, left and right. Wrestling. I'm not reading this. Okay. Uh, we, the reason I stopped having Sophia read this is because it will just be pornography if she reads yeah. this word by word. <laughs> so she's talking about, oh, and the key is just moving left and right restlessly. And she's like, you know, got her thumb in her mouth. Like, ah, she's getting real worked up. <laughs> the key hits my so sensitive spot. And she yells, ah, I'm opening. <laughs> <laughs> There's like fluid spilling out around the side of the key again this woman is a doorknob keyhole <laughs> like and um then she's like the the one who's been able to open my body so well is that person alone because the door like opens she said her legs are like hanging down she's all you know quivery and dead here the ritual came into existence through our long lasting experience and trust however sometimes i'm driven by the anxiety of whether he considers me a nuisance or not Perhaps a more straightforward lock is to his liking. I'm terrified from the bottom of my heart by the irritated expression he shows sometimes. And she's got her arms crossed. She's very upset. I want to point out that in the panel a few pages before, uh-huh. when the man, when it finally unlocked and the man was opening the door, he didn't put his hand on a tiny woman's body in, that's going between the door. It was just a regular doorknob. Yep. It was just a doorknob. Yep. So he is unaware yep. of this. Totally. So during the day... When they're, you know, nobody's paying attention to me. It's thrilling to show my important part covered by a single thin piece of underwear in front of people. Because her ass is out in the hallway all day. And, oh no, the hand of an unfamiliar man is touching her butt lewdly. Oh, this is the, the lock is being picked. Don't stick weird stuff in there. Also excellent Oh my god, advice. hold on. In the panel where it's like the hand of an unfamiliar man, the, the, the wave rake, which is what this guy is holding, is pushing the underwear to the side. Can you explain to me what a wave rake is? Oh, sure. So 
when you're picking a lock, you're either assuming you're actually interacting with a pin tumbler lock and you're interacting with the pins directly. You can do what you're, you, first of all, you need to apply tension to the, the keyway, right? To turn it. And because the, the heights of the key cutting, uh, of the key itself, the heights that are cut into it, it'll line those pins up at exactly the right height to allow the cylinder to turn. So when you're picking it, you're applying tension to simulate a key. And then you're either single pin picking, meaning you're one by one lifting those pins until they hit that exact correct height. And then they stay there because the cylinder will just click a little bit and move on to the next pin that's binding. Or you use a rake, which is something that interacts with multiple pins at once to try to get it to the correct height. So when you use a wave rake such as this, you're going to have to apply tension to the keyway. And then you slide the rake in and out or rock it up and down to move a bunch of pins at once in the hopes that one of those times as it's under tension, those pins will all hit the shear line at once. So with low security locks, such as the ones that are on most residential homes, you can actually rake very quickly instead of having to take the time to try a single pin pick. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad that the art was so specific on this that you were able to identify with the Well, look, it's is. a wave rake. Although he's not using a tension tool. I don't know the double penetration is necessarily in the, yeah. in the cards here. Um, <laughs> wow. So first wow. of all, the, okay. wave, the wave rake here is cylindrical, which doesn't make any sense. So I guess a, a bit off there. Her tits are hanging out. She's like, ah, oh, it's so deep. And oh, there's, nope, there's the tension to, oh, I was. So it's not, she was doing, these, these, this, these, this lock pink equipment is drastically less accurate than the bugs were, but. Not, they're not. It's not that far off. It's, it's, it's close. Cl there's the doorknob is a little lady in a, in a. Right. So if we're going to be like nitpicking here. Yeah. So. The, oh my god she's she was struck by how pleasurable this is it's uh she's uh, yep both both uh exposed holes here lock picking is yep. double penetration and oh no oh no it's so close i'm gonna i'm gonna open and oh the police the police stop this guy he runs away um she's very upset about about her chastity here and the oh oh no the manager <gasps> says uh do you want us to change the knob we'll cover the cost <laughs> this knob has a kink you know <laughs> you need a trick to open it get it do you get it yeah the do manager the manager says then i'll come with the contractor tomorrow and the the guy says oh wait manager leave it the way it is after all i heard that the the caught thief said that was my first time seeing such a hard to open lock since only I can open it, I actually feel reassured. And we see her face. Her fingers are bridged under her chin. She feels loved She's, and appreciated. She has a tear welling up in the corner of her eye. And there's a star in the other eye. It's drawn in a different style, all kind of sketchy and dreamlike and ethereal. And it's end. She got validated, y'all. So this is a... <laughs> Amazing. This is a fantasy relationship with a doorknob, which is very non-traditional. I wouldn't argue that... It's a monster relationship, but you know, it was close enough and I wanted to include it for, for you audience. I feel like having uh, more context. Comic, if you could find it honestly, and you can view it in a website that doesn't kill your computer, go for it. Just it's, go for it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cute. Just uh, so you have the context of what this artist does like more fully of like, this is the weird shit that this dude got up to. He's having a great time. Yeah. He's definitely having fun. So we're, we're on to jumbo shrimp. Which is a which is a bondage fairies. We're back to the bondage fairies. We were in fairies. the new bondage fairies. This is the fourth story in the new bondage fairies. And on the front front page, describe what's what you see here, Sophia. Are they having bread? Looks like bread. 
It looks like bread. Both so they're embracing pain. It's not how it's pronounced. French listeners, I'm very sorry. Mm. Frank- Are you? Is, you know what? French listeners, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sorry. Francophone Canadian listeners, I'm very sorry. You deserve better. <laughs> okay. It's an interesting distinction to make, but all right. I don't want to start anything with any Francophone Canadians. Yes, just start nothing won't be nothing. I, it's... You know what? Quebecois are are robust people and as a Wisconsinite <laughs> I feel like they're probably one of the few who really appreciate cheese and beer as much as the Oh, the I thought you were going to say could find with. you. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, also Quebecois and like you know Francophone Canadians I guess over in general to a lesser extent but uh really have honestly cornered the market on swears that do not register as swears in other languages. Mm-hmm. I saw some panels from a Marvel comic that just had what would be horrendously offensive curse words in like Quebecois French, just straight up on the page. I was very impressed. That's... But but what are we looking at here in the meantime? Uh, so our two fairies, remind me of the names. That one's Phil. Phil, Pam. And Pamela. Pam. It's spelled like P-A-M-I-L-A, I think. Yeah. They seem to be, well, uh, Pam seems to be eating a baguette, whereas Phil has the baguette between her legs which like is she's riding it like a like, little broom yeah but that's not how you enjoy a baguette traditionally traditionally she's a non-traditional kind of lady i guess i just it, when i have a baguette what i really want to do is have a warm baguette yeah. with butter on it so she's nude D- they, yeah <laughs> she's got a uh, super thigh high when we say they're nude usually it they still have their gloves uh-huh. and their thigh high boots on that's fingerless the, gloves yeah and collars that's the uniform of of the forest rangers. So they need to have that. Yeah. Anything extraneous, any any other clothing is efficiency. They're dressed for efficiency. <laughs> exactly, tits out for efficiency. Tits out, high heels. Well, what do high heels matter when you have wings and can fly? Honestly, I guess. so. And then there's also kind of an ethereal crawfish in the background. Crawfish, crayfish. Craw. How okay? Cray crayfather. <laughs> Too bad we can't release this a few times and just like overdub crawfish, <laughs> crayfish, yeah. crawdad. Listeners, what's your favorite way to refer to the little shrimp guys would be in the woods? Yeah. So anyway, J- imagine we're saying that every time for your. Yes. So we open on a serene watercolor pond. Wow. That's really delicate yeah, work. It's gorgeous it's like art. The, uh, that would have. A little smudge stick, which is a little rolled paper mm-hmm. brought to a point. That's very delicate it's work very to well do done. that. It's and really the next <laughs> panel immediately is Pamela just absolutely going to town on Phil. J- yeah. Just just eating her right out. And uh Phil is saying, Pamela, are you listening to me? Hey, Pamela, do you really think the criminal will come if we do this? <laughs> and Pamela Pamela's like, I hope so. Do you? Do you though? Is that really the thing that you and uh, so we're so Pamela's plan here apparently is to just go down on Phil, get her get her all amped up, and she said apparently apparently a bunch of diving beetles, scorpions, and dragonflies were all killed by somebody while they were fucking near the pond. And so, so we really we really got to go at it to to convince them. We have an amazing onomatopoeia, uh, Sulsh S L S S H, which sounds like just a tech acronym for some kind of secure connection layer, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Pamela says, Phil, sweet, I'm getting kind of serious. So they're having a talk. They're having the talk right now. This is very important that these fairies be lesbians. It's important to me. 
and oh, and then they're they they just start just sixty nine and right there, and a crawdad shows up with the acronym. Oh yeah, and somebody's leg is grabbed with the acronym FWAP, and, and yeah, yep. Phil is very distressed, and we have again a photorealistic <laughs> crayfish who says yeah. <laughs> As he grabs, you know, uh, Phil's ankles here. And uh, he has the most amazing little accent. I want to know what his original accent was because it had to have been written out in some way in Japanese. Mm -hmm. But they very clearly rendered him with a very particular accent here. Whoa there, babe. You don't want to be moving now. Lesson you don't mind if I cuts off for cute little feet. We got a close up, a single bead of sweat on Pamela's face and her eyes. And then she pulls back the whip with a whoosh, and she says, Damn, we got careless. If you two can get sit on with some hot girl, two girl action, maybe I'll let you go. I love his accent so much. <laughs> Wasn't one of the other bugs in the previous one also? No, it was the, um, it was the rats. Yeah, it was the rats and the, 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 the mice and men parody there. Yeah, yeah. But this guy is just like a like a Chicago cop here, because <laughs> they all came in front, right in front of me. That's why. Or New York? I'm from Wisconsin. You know what? Hey. Illinois. Illinois. You never liked me anyway. So whatever. Hey, I'm Scotland here. <laughs> <laughs> so then we find out this is the guy who's been killing everybody uh, while they're having sex, and he says, "Because <laughs> they all came right in front of me, just got me a little hot, so I ki- so I did him. You kill Jesus Christ." And uh, so at the bottom, we get uh, the, the, the crawdad guy. And he says, yeah, I know that. Re- I know that. Re- oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. He, uh, he's like, well, why don't you two go fuck in front of me? And maybe I'll let you go. And uh, Pamela says, give me a break, pal. Don't you know we're forest fairies? Meaning like that's their job, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, I know that real good. What was it they call you? Insert hunters. <laughs> <laughs> Insect. Hunters. And there's a tiny text at the bottom. Big dummy. And uh, so now he's he's just using his little clamps. Uh, clamps. Clamps on the boobs. And he says, you better give me that whip or else. And he's skirsh. He's just squeezing, squeezing the squeezing uh, Phil's titties there. Well, shit. <laughs> Pam says, hands, tosses the whip over and he cuts it up into little Snicked. pieces. And, uh, and now for the next act, strip for me, babe. And in this panel, he's outlined in a thick black to like give the the the, the feeling of depth. Pamela's just very distraught, and she strips, calls him fish bait, and uh, what do you want me to do? And uh, oh, you better finger fuck yourself. So yeah, that's always the solution. <laughs> yeah, and Phil or uh, Phil says. Even if Pamela is so horny, she's got to bring herself to sl- off twice just to get to sleep at night. You're still a big meanie. And Pamela's like, Phil, would you, would you mind not helping me anymore? <laughs> Phil, so- babe, please stop giving away information. <laughs> Phil, babe, infosec. 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 <laughs> Look, security culture, Phil. All right. And so whatever. She's fingering herself. The uh the the crawdad's getting real worked up. Ah, there is the human penis on and, an insect. Yep, and he's up. She's upset, and he's like, "All right, well." And then just the dick comes into frame, 
And he says, uh, figure I better cork that motor mouth of yours. Suck it. And then she's just like, he just like starts like smacking her in the face. He's facing away because he needs to continue to hold on to Phil's legs. And he's just smacking Phil in the face with his dick. And Pamela rather. Or P- Pamela. Yes, I'm terribly sorry. And come on, don't you know what suck means? And apparently, apparently his dick just smells bad. Little- and he's just like, he says the line, which I, I, I'm sure it's in, it's been entered into congressional record. What, <laughs> what does he say? Yeah, no shit. My cock stinks, don't it? <laughs> so then we're on to this page and he's just face fucking Pam, right? And I want to point something out here. This, so other than the human penis, this crayfish, this crawdad, who's definitely not a, a shrimp. I mean, it does not look like a freshwater shrimp to me personally. Maybe I'm wrong. I've seen macrobrachium shrimp. The tails seem different. Anyway, he is imbued with so much obnoxious personality just from his dialogue and the way that they frame his face. But at no point does his face move. Do they contort his face? Do they make him go off model or squish and stretch him? Yeah, or because obviously there's no, you know, facial musculature uh-huh. in there. That's but we get a feeling for his personality. Yeah. The, the characterization is being com- completely conveyed through positioning of the body and the dialogue, which is fairly masterful. Yeah. Uh, again, this is a porn. Way to go, condom. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's like, uh, you know, suck my dick or I'll cut her feet off or whatever. I just want to say I don't want this to turn into a feet thing particularly. A feet thing? A feet thing. Yeah. And oh. He get, <gasps> Violence. Oh, man. He smacks... Pamela right in the face and because uh, she said something instead of like instead of you know whatever instead of sucking the dick she said something so smack what an awful little man um, I hope they pull his little pincers off oh then he starts fucking her with the conveniently dildo shaped handle of the whip and then with his secondary leg which they note with a tiny <laughs> text arrow it just says secondary leg. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. What is a secondary leg of a shrimp? Well, it's not. It's, again, craw, a crayfather. Crayfather. Um, instead of the big pincers, it's just one of the smaller legs that are down further on his uh, midsection. Ah, uh, I see. Would these be, would the would the pincers be primary then? I, they would be the primary legs in this situation. All right. Okay. I'm glad that we're getting this yeah, it's, uh, it's educational. educational. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's using that secondary leg to play with Phil's uh, clit, I guess. And then he's just going down on her. I will say that is not where the mouth is located on a crayfish or a shrimp. It's like further down the body. Is it? Yeah. So we, whatever. You not know. completely educational. How They just wanted to keep it uh, close to where the eyes are. Yes, so it's visually. More... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts fucking Phil. We're fucking. And... Uh, He's coming, and Pamela is like, she calls him a hick, a dumbass Twice. country bumpkin. Damn. And he's like, do you think shoving it in into somebody is enough to make a girl come? And he, we get, his eyes glow white. He goes He gets like Saiyan. a power aura radiating from him. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this dialogue because it's so good. You done pissed me off big time. Maybe you ain't noticed because I'm kind of red to begin with. But now I is red with rage. Pamela is just like, I was just waiting for you to get away from Phil. She 
pulls out her whip. Her whip comes apart in two. There's a hidden fucking dagger in it. And he's like, shit, what are you going to do with your little whip? And she cuts his dick off. Oh, my God. <laughs> she cuts his dick off. Ooh. And then she what says. What do you know? Free Willy. And then the, the guy says, excuse me, ma'am, but any chance you would take me and Willy there to the doctor? <laughs> Let this be a lesson to you. Sometimes your dick is going to get cut Sometimes off. Sometimes your dick is going to get cut off. So I'll, I'll say this. This, this, so what are thoughts on, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, I said, I hope his, his little pincers get cut off, but, uh, I should have aimed lower and his dick got cut off. It's very funny. I will say the, the, so the way that all the non-con is handled in these things is usually, usually more playful of this. He was just kind of mean and scary. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, it was, a, the tone was a little darker in this one. I didn't usually care for it little, as much. Yeah. It's a, usually it's way goofier. Not, not to is... be like, not to be like, usually the rape is goofier, but like. It's it's usually more like it's ravishing stuff. Like it's obviously it would be bad in reality. Yeah, it's, it's more it, bodice buster. Yes, in the of. context of the comic, it's usually more like, oh no! But ew, this guy was just kind of a creep, and I'm glad was, he got yeah. his dick cut off. Yeah, I didn't know there was a knife in there. Love that. Yeah, and also, another lesson: keep hiding knives in your stuff. Everything should have a knife hidden in it. <laughs> also, I I still don't understand what is murder. What is murder here? That's a really good question. Because it's like, oh, all these other animals ended up dead. Yes. Uh, they eat each other. That's how that That's how that works. Like, I get it, and it's bad, but, like, is, is it murder when it doesn't fulfill a purpose? I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe we're asking the big questions here that the, this universe is not ready. Yeah, I don't think this universe examine. is quite as fleshed out enough to really <laughs> There's tackle. a lot of flesh in this universe. Dear Condom, if you're listening... <laughs> Condom, please DM us. We would be happy to interview you about the world building and specifics of crime and morality yeah, in condom, your comic. If if but... listeners, if any of you know Condom, if any of you can put us in touch with Condom, I will arrange to have a translator so that we can give him an interview, an exclusive interview with Condom about a comic that came out a very long time ago. It'll be funny. It would be great. I I, I mean I mean this. I have the. Just unless the man has done horrible things, which I don't know about for this comic respect, you know what? It's cute. And it's, it's, it's the, the art is good. And I would hope it would not be done exactly the same way now with all the content, but it was very of its time and it's not good. I'm not like moving past that, but like, it's also, I can take it in context and oh yeah, you can see his mouth parts there. They're further down his face. Where? So, so I'm right there. That's like where the mouth is like right there. That's the mouth? Like in where the neck would be. Yeah. Oh, okay. The 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 quote what unquote face of... is just kind of pushed past. Do they have like filter mouths? Uh, kind of. They they have a bunch of little tiny hands that kind of break stuff down further, and then they just kind of shove it into there. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much about. I've um, watched shrimp eat a lot. And I, they're yeah. very similar structurally. I have only eaten a lot of shrimp. I haven't observed That's them. So of the shrimp. So on to the next one. We have the assistants from hell. Now, what does this look like, Sophia? <laughs> Why is she wearing Mary Jane's this time? Uh, Phil here, one of our, the more innocent of the fairies, she is sitting on, oh, that is definitely a comic. That is a manga that she is sitting on and she has wrapped herself around a pen that someone is trying to draw with. Uh, just getting in the way. And I am so excited about where this one goes. She's got a cute little, I can't tell what she's wearing on the bottom half, but on the top half, she's got like a little, a little bandeau. Yeah. And it's it's got like a little bow on it or like a, 
like a belt maybe. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's got her fingers laced around the back of the the pen. A lot of personality in Condom's art here. Like it's just it's very playful the way that she's got her fingers interlaced, thumbs pressed up against each other. Like she's just chilling, looking right at you, the reader. Anyway, so I, oh god, what what's up? Just the second line there. So then Phil is just kind of in a, a very revealing pose forward here on what looks like to be like a tomato plant, maybe. I feel like half of these start with Phil like in some uh, cheesecakey pose. Yeah. And Pamela being like, mm, I want to so, fuck my girlfriend. Yep. So what is what is Pamela's line here? What does she say? <sighat> she says, mm, I love it is where it says that. Uh-huh. And then, All right. and then uh, your cunt smells so fresh like chamomile. Ooh. Which apparently, and then below that, we see her face just looking so chill Serene. inside profile, and she is going. She wants to fuck her girlfriend really bad. Really wants to fuck her girlfriend pretty bad. So she starts just just going going to town. If if it's like chamomile, will will it help put you to bed? Will it like calm down your nerves? She wants to put well Phil to sleep. So anyway, uh, Phil's getting Ed out, uh, face forward, so so forcefully that she does a forward roll <laughs> from panel to panel, and uh, Pamela just follows right through. Excellent, excellent jujitsu perspective, just excellent. Good job. Great, you got to follow through. Yeah, and uh, so they start just sixty sixty nining. Oh, how about a little sixty nine, my love? They're dating and in love. Mm-hmm. I. They are partners in multiple senses. So then we get this next panel and we see splat. Arg! We see artists' hands. And. Oh! <laughs> oh! And we have been pulled back out of the universe into. Oh, this is a meta. This is a meta one. Got it. And we see Condom, who is drawing this, and he says, Ah, oh, shit, I got snot on the page. And we see in his room, in the artist studio, which has been labeled. Masturbation limit five times a day. Game video, video game, game limit. limit one hour a day. Install air conditioner here, and don't draw comics. Draw comics, which is attributed to Kaikanarai. I don't know if that's a real person, but there's a, there's a no smoking sign that's been mm-hmm. crossed off. So the artist condom is depicted as just a normal human man. However, there is a giant condom for Ed. With eyes. With eyes. Possibly a mask. Not sure. But it is, it's just a condom, yep. which is very funny. Well done. His, I see what you did there. His deadline is tomorrow. He's got a goddamn cold. He can't get anything done. He hurts all over. He's exhausted and he wants to play his new game. But, you know, somehow he's got to get it done and one page is still blank. He's very upset. <laughs> There's one page that is blank and the next page uh, he screams about it. However, it is the screen by Edvard Monk. <laughs> And there's a little sign next to it says evidence of his classical training. <laughs> Did Condom have actual like classical? He must have. Or he has to have. It's... So he make, he's making tea. I bet I know what kind of tea it is. <laughs> ah, that's why we had that weird. Yep. So he's trying to figure out what to do here. Oh, he wants an assistant. He's thinking about what his ad would be. Then he he's thinking gets thrown at his head. He turns around and it's uh, Pamela and Phil. He's holy shit, you guys. And they said, ah, yeah, you looked so miserable. We came to be your assistants. Finally, nice to meet you. 
And he's like, assistance, yeah, what can you do with those dinky little bods? We can do art stuff for you. We can help. And he's like, okay, well, I guess something is better than nothing. Pamela has just immediately sunk down into the cup of tea. And I want to, oh my God, can I zoom in here? Her little face. This needs to be in the preview image. For... Can you take a screenshot and send that to me Absolutely. real quick yes. right now? Hold on, hold on. Okay, let's see here. Facebook won't get mad if I send a porn to you, right? Well, no one's naked in it. There, you can crop that yourself. Thank you very much. That's it's very cute. Back to podcast. Pamela is li- in this little thing with the most demonic little face on, and condom is like, um, you know, all you little slackers. She gets out. Uh, condom is like, hey Phil, don't you want a bath too? And then he grabs her by the wings and just like dunks her into the teacup. Her butt cheeks are the only thing visible in this. The rest of her is in the water. And then he drinks it and shouts, babe soup. (laughs) Babe soup. Yeah. And then he's just like, hey, before I forget, Phil, can you get in your hands and knees? He takes off her underwear and puts it on his dick. Which is like the size of her. The dick that's pictured here, the the middle of the underwear like goes right to the urethra. The sides of it are just on the sides of the head of his dick, squeezing it. He's just jerking it. Pamela flies up just punches him right in the fucking face hard apparently and she's like for pete's sake i thought you were dying of a cold you sex maniac he says i better lie down for half an hour you guys finish up and pamela yells at him i hope you never wake up (laughs) (sighs) they find the bunch of you know discarded tissues everywhere they start to get to work on the comic there's a big page that's just uh, Phil bent over, you know, playing with her ju- her, her junk. That's, oh, take a good look. It's just waiting for your cock. Phil is just like, is that me? Was he drawing me? So they start just like editing the editing the art there. Uh, let's rewrite the dialogue. My eyes aren't cute enough. Let's make my boobs bigger. And Pamela finds an electric eraser. She says, look what I found, an electric eraser. I better make a great vibrator. Oh, but we're supposed to be working. This is so far removed from like the context of I literally listen, anything. We can have a, a meta comic, you know, as a little treat. So Pamela just starts using the or trying to use the eraser as a vibrator. It's like, oh, it it's 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 too apparently it's too intense. Feels good. Oh, and she's just Hitachiing Phil with this electric eraser and. That's one way to ruin an eraser, I would imagine. Yes. I mean, I guess it's if it's rubber, it's probably fine. But And Pamela wants to try the airbrush. Those are cold, though. She points this fucking big old bazooka right at Pam. Pamela is just bent right over. Whoosh. She, yow. She gets very excited, and then she flies into the ink. Oh, we got to wake him up. And then nothing, and it ends. It's just over. So they fuck his cut. So they're like, we're going to emerge from the narrative to help you. And then they don't. He jerks off. <laughs> Pamela hits him. They, they they fuck with the art to make themselves look better. Fuck each other. Dr- spill ink on it. And they're like, eh. You know what? We should actually leave. Yeah. Let's and just, then they let's just, just go. Let's just we're get just going to leave now. Respect. Listen, I can respect that. So listeners, what? listeners, let's take a poll. <laughs> if you want us to continue into a third story in here, vote yes. If you want us to stop, vote no. 
Take out your phones. Take out your phones. And we'll, I'm going to wait here. Just you, you do that. While you do that, I'm going to sit here and wait for the results. How's it looking? That's okay. I just got some messages on. Ah, okay. Brad? What's up? What's going on? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. And it looks like you want us to stop? Why are you listening? <laughs> you don't want another story. What the fuck? What What do you think? What, First, what? you don't ask if we're okay when we just disappear Nothing. from the feed. And now you want us to just stop. I'm really not feeling a love. We here, offer you listener. more content and you don't want to hear it. You don't want to see. You don't want, want us to go over the squirrel's nuts. <laughs> Wow. All right, listeners, I guess we'll call it from this uh, this glorious return <laughs> episode. Sophia, do you have any recommendations? Uh, fuck. I forgot I was supposed to think of a recommendation. You know those little Japanese candies that are the, the little individually wrapped gummies, the fruit gummies? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those are dope as hell. I just got strawberry ones. They're so good. So I don't like green grapes, but the Moscato flavored... Uh, Japanese candy stuff is very so good. good. So the the peach peach gummies and mus, uh, muscat uh, gummies are quite good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure the, there's other brands and stuff, but like those flavors, I tend to enjoy. I like the kiwi and the strawberry best. I mm-hmm. think they are solid. I don't think I've had those. Very good. I have to try them. How about you? Do you have any recommendations? I do. I just watched Lovecraft Country, and I really mm-hmm. liked it a lot. There was so much stuff that was so good in it, and I still need a little bit of time to kind of break down what happens in it. There's stuff that I I I, I I don't know. I it's, it wasn't perfect to me, but I think the reason that the criticism or the issues that I had kind of stick out is because I loved it so so much. It really dug into a lot of what I like about weird fiction. Came at it from a very different place, and I think some of it I had a difficult time with because the perspective is so different to mine. Right? Like it's obviously written from a Black American experience, and that's not mine. So there's a lot of like sitting back and trying to absorb. You know, if something doesn't resonate with me, it probably was not for me, right? And so I'm trying to sit and think about that. And I think it, it examined a lot of characters who sort of deter- thought that, they, especially there's one character who really seemed to be trying to separate themselves from the power structure and felt like they were working past it, but were not. They were still benefiting from that same exact power structure and they were still doing stuff that harmed other people and they were taking their lack of concern about other people and assuming that that meant that the bigotries of the other people who they were ignoring didn't apply to them but it did and it was just it was, it was neat i liked it a lot and there's a character who has a straight up randolph carter arc which is the kind of weird fiction arc that just does not get done and randolph carter i don't know if you know this i love like from like in lovecraft stuff i love the fact that this dude was just like i'm gonna sleep real hard i'm gonna dream real big and I'm going to basically meet God. Yeah. And then he just does. And he just becomes so like informed and knowledgeable and goes off and just fucks off into the universe. He got himself stuck into a an alien lizard wizard and came back to Earth and pretended to be an Indian man. I hate it when that happens. It does. You yeah. Know, yeah. Sometimes you just really have to take the path that is presented to you. And it's not your favorite one. But there's a character you know? who has one of those arcs. And I just I love that for her. It was so great. And. Yeah, it also it it really also puts the lie to the idea that you need to be a cultic weirdo to access like magic and eldritch knowledge and all that kind of stuff because the people in there who do that they're just weirdos. Like the other characters do the same exact sort of shit. The Randolph Carter kind of character she does that, 
you don't have to be like a weird cultic asshole to do it. Just, anyway, liked it a lot. I recommend it. And I think that's about it. And Sophia, do we want to tell our listeners what our planned next episode is? Sure. We are going to do what I'm sure all of you disgusting little weirdos have been just salivating over. Champing at the bit. The shape of water. Yeah. It would have been funny if I said something else. Get ready to cry. I have been Brad. I've been Sophie. And this has been Monster Friends. With benefits. Goodbye from hell. Thank you for watching.